0: 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, you might have been a part of the sorts of discussions that no doubt were water cooler discussions a little earlier this week. You might have seen the Senator, Eric Abetz, who was held down on national television because of his illusion that there may be some uh, debate about the connection between abortion and breast cancer and that his Ideas and opinions, of course, uh, were not in the national interest and uh, how down to the point of saying that even the AMA in Australia disputes the idea that there would be a connection between breast cancer and abortion. Well, let's talk through some of the details today with Culture Watch commentator Bill Muhlenberg, who's been following that debate carefully and doing some deeper research to try and uncover some of the truth about whether there is a connection between breast cancer and abortion. Bill, welcome back to 2020. Many thanks. Bill, this is something that really, uh, when you've got statistics and huge studies, and as I understand it, uh, the Cancer Council, the AMA, they have huge studies that dispel any idea that there is a connection between breast cancer and abortion. But those sorts of uh, issues are disputed by so much other research around the world.
1: Yes, well, that's quite right. In fact, it's uh, even there, it's a bit misleading. Uh, for example, in the reports about this, the AMA said there was no connection. Uh, I had a friend, actually, who got in touch with the head of the AMA, and as it turned out, it was the head of the AMA just giving his personal opinion on this, not that of the actual AMA, the Australian medical association. In fact, they are aware of connections between abortion and breast cancer, and the same with the Cancer Council. So even the way the media is reporting this, we're getting a lot of uh, misinformation. But, uh, well, the truth is the AMA, for example, has long been pro-abortion. So if that's the case, it's not surprising that they're going to play down or ignore or simply not talk about any such links. But we do know from studies going back to the 1950s uh, that there certainly is. In fact, there's uh, one one group is listing simply every study that's been undertaken here. They've got a list of some 74 different studies, three quarters of which do find a positive link or connection between having an uh, induced abortion and uh, the risk of developing breast cancer.
0: So what you're saying is out of those compiled studies, mm-hmm. the majority, and you're mm-hmm. saying three-quarters of those studies yeah. actually do say there is a link. It is the case here, isn't it, that uh, the simple response, oh, there is no link, mm-hmm. uh, usually is the headline, but yeah, underneath of that there are all sorts of other dimensions that need to be explored if you want to actually get to the truth of these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cherry-picking, uh, Statistics and information is something that people are very good at on both sides of the debate.
1: Well, here we can, even if we just talked about the media and how irresponsible it is. I mean, as you say, they'll, a headline will say one thing, and then if you read down carefully, you might find out later on that it's not exactly what the real story is anyways. And uh, this happens far too often, whether it's, uh, you know, amazing announcement about the discovery of a gay gene, or in this case, uh, you know, that there's no link. It's a misleading headline and often the article is fairly misleading so we could spend the day simply looking at the um, the media and the way they're messing things up here but uh, more important is simply the fact of the health risk if there's even a small chance let's just say there was a minority of studies that made this connection well and on any other issue the government would be jumping up and down taking steps and that's exactly what it's done for example, when uh, it was first determined that there might be a link between smoking and lung cancer. Uh, Obviously, the government got into the game straight away and said, even if there's a chance of this happening, even if there's a slight risk, well, that's very important to know. We need to get that information out there, and we need to act. So in that case... Uh, You know, the government quickly and rightly stepped in and did everything it could to deter people from uh, smoking. But here, because it's another one of these politically correct issues where you're not allowed to criticize anybody who's had an abortion, well, here the government is all... Fancy, and when Eric Betts did simply raise this issue, he, of course, got crucified by everybody. So uh, I, for one, stood up to him and said, hey, you're doing a good job, Eric. Don't be ashamed to tell the truth. We need to get this important information out there.
0: Well, Bill, because it is a complicated issue, uh, I'm interested in the way that you have uh, framed two reasons why this issue needs to be explored further, uh, two ways that there is a connection between breast cancer and abortion. Uh, Just outline those for us as you've reported those in your latest article.
1: Well, I simply record some of the studies, of which there's many, Uh, Especially in Asia, we're finding quite a few. I've got studies from Sri Lanka, studies from China, India, uh, all showing a higher uh, risk, any what, anywhere from threefold to sixfold higher risk of developing breast cancer when there is uh, somebody who's had an induced abortion. So that much I simply uh, connect there, I lay it out. I mean, people can look at the evidence decide for themselves. In fact, I've been shot and attacked already for doing this. Uh, people saying, you know, how dare you even discuss this? And I say, hey, I'm simply presenting the evidence. You're shooting the messenger here. So uh, simply giving that message, uh, that information is the first step. And then to say, as I've already mentioned, um, If we're going to be at all concerned about public health and safety, well, if we have even a slight risk of this kind of connection, surely government should be taking this much more seriously.
0: So you mentioned the protective effect of childbearing. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's uh, lost with an abortion. Uh, uh, In the second way that an abortion increases the likelihood of breast cancer is that an abortion leaves a woman with more cancer-vulnerable breast tissue Uh, than she had before she became pregnant. These are perhaps side issues, but they are really a part of the whole debate, aren't they?
1: Yeah, well, that's uh, the whole issue here. I mean, it can get technical. You can go into the details. and has to do with the uh, production of estrogen during the pregnancy and how that can make uh, cancer slightly more likely. Uh, So there's, you know, the various reasons. We know that this can be a risk factor, just like Something like alcohol, uh, which interferes with the breakdown of estrogen in the liver, uh, can become a risk factor as well. So there are simply the medical details here that we discuss both in the article and in some of the comments below my article. Uh, But again, uh, any sensible uh, leader or politician would say if we have this high risk, If it's a danger to public health and safety, well, then maybe we need to at least discuss it. We need to at least raise the issue instead of jumping on anybody who does try to uh, raise the issue and, uh, you know, turning them into a pariah and a public enemy number one. It's a very strange way to deal with issues of public health and safety.
0: Bill, we want to be able to trust the AMA. Uh, We want to be able to trust the Cancer Council to give us guidance on these sorts of issues. Uh, how do we feel about uh, the AMA and uh, the Cancer Council and uh, in light of seeing some of these other uh, perhaps secondary connections that you've been talking about?
1: Mm. Well, again, we have to, I mean, as you say, we'd like to do this. Uh, we'd like to trust science. We'd like to trust medicine. I've written about this before on a number of occasions. The truth is just because somebody dons a white coat doesn't mean they all of a sudden become a paragon of virtue or a source of total truth. I mean, we can lie uh, with science. I mean, your classic example of both uh, uh, medicine and science, which was abused and misused for evil purposes, was during the Nazi reign. Both science and medicine were complicit with Hitler and the Nazis to push his evil agenda. And we know science can get into pushing an agenda today in any number of areas. Political correctness is a very powerful force, and it even affects the academy. It affects research. Then there's also research money that, uh, you know, we can look at the whole global warming thing. There's a lot of money, government money flowing for those who want to... Find a connection between human causes and global warming. So, of course, if there's a money trail there, uh, people may go down that path instead of reporting what may be different results. So it's the same here. If there are uh, groups like the AMA who are pro-abortion, that's their official position, well, then they could be and they can be selective in the evidence. They can be selective in what they focus on. And, uh, and you know, as Christians, we shouldn't be surprised. We live in a fallen world. A scientist can be uh, deceptive as much as a politician or a used car salesman. So, and, you know, we shouldn't be uh, surprised and we shouldn't think science is above reproach here.
0: So ideology affects the way the experts talk about the statistics. And uh, you do mention in your article uh, out of uh, 36 studies compared on what's called an ABC link in China, uh, published through 2012. The overall risk of developing breast cancer among women who had at least one induced abortion, were significantly increased by 44%. So uh, there are other studies to look at. And uh, I guess for people who are concerned about that, uh, a little more research. uh, People could start with some of the facts and figures and reporting that you've done in your recent article about abortion and breast cancer at the Culture Watch website. Uh, Just Google Culture Watch and you'll find Bill Muhlenberg. Bill, always a pleasure talking. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020.